Okay, let's start from the bottom again. Nine chetam mud betayitetah. The bayad tabrechino the nixa megabra. So she wanted to hide some properties from her husband. Right, she wanted to to hide them. Nabriyah nechasim. So she does. So he doesn't have a zechut in them. Ketavinu or the brata. So she wrote a shtar matana to her daughter. Seba, he got, she got married. They got a shan and she got divorced. So after she got divorced, patay de kame de Rav Nachman karayer Rav Nachman shtara. So Rav Nachman ripped the shtar matana up. And he said, uh, the daughter has to give the money back to the mother. She only gave it to the daughter in order to get it away from the husband. But she didn't really give it to the daughter for the daughter. She says, <coughs> She went to take the daughter to Bedin. She wants the money. And uh, the daughter pulled out the star. And Rahman ripped the star. Azar the Banana came to Morogba. So the Banana went in front of Morogba. Amale Hazimor, Nahman Haklaa, Hekim Makrashtare the Inche. Go look at Nahman the farmer. He's not Baki like. He's ripping up Sharot to people. Amale Emali Izi, Gufad of the Hekiaba. Tell me my, the Hashuv one. Tell me, uh, tell me the story. Amale Hekiaba, Hekiaba, this is what happened. Ah, it was a star that was given specifically in order to hide the assets. I give a halakha. When I have halakha from the Rish Galut, I give halakhot. So he was right. Star Mavrachat comes to me, I would rip it up. Why? Because it was only given for that purpose. What's the reason? Because the person will not give up an asset and just give it to somebody else. He doesn't want to lose the asset for himself. That's the logic. As she says, right? He's not gomer totally to give it to that person. He's just worried about somebody else taking it. So he didn't give it 100%. So therefore, it doesn't belong to the daughter. Could be that's only to a stranger. Could be to the daughter. A person gives it to the daughter. Why not? It doesn't care if his daughter has, a, has an asset. So maybe the daughter belongs to it. So you know what I said? Maybe it's conclusive. No. Doesn't matter. Even when there's a daughter, she's, she takes a precedent. Maybe <laughs> 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 <
not that he should be zocher really, but do me a favor. The vrei had a bunch of gemuni omer. Achamim omrim, achamim say rasam mesachek ba im rasam mesachek ba. She says, which means she can keep it. The one that you're giving it to, if she wants, he wants, he can keep it. Ad shetichtov lo mehayom uchsher say you have to actually write. And you have to stipulate from today until until I want. And once I get once to get divorced, I want it back. And it has to be totally clearly stipulated. Yeah. Oh, so it's got to be written. And until it's written stipulated clearly, the lokeah gets it. So Amar depends. If she writes all the properties over, obviously, so obviously she's not writing all the properties to somebody to sketch. So therefore, you can assume that she just did it to Mavriya and she got it back. Right. But if you wrote some of the properties over, maybe she'll give over some of the properties, or some of the properties has to be stipulated. Right. V'i lo kanan u Okay. If you tell me that really it's not a Kenyan, so then it should belong to the husband. Nikninu ba'al. So then the manafshach. We tell him the whole stuff thing is a is a is a is a fake out. So then it should belong to the husband. But a bayi asaum can chasim sheini doim la ba'al v'alibadr bishimon. We made it like the shitavr bishimon under the mishnah the nechasim that the husband is not aware of, or he's aware of, it, but he knows that he gave his shamatana. So stuff that he, when he went got married thought that were not on the table wasn't expecting it. So therefore, they made it like that, and therefore he has no chedek in there. She doesn't want the uh, husband to have any rights with so she can get, you know, Okay, so that's that. Let me see. Okay, let's say she got some, uh, some monies. Okay, she's married. Now, once she's married, the husband has rights to these items over there. The husband has always rights to eat the perot. But there's no perot on money. He's going to use the money. That's it, it's gone. So she has to turn it into something that produces perot. So it says, So let it go by real estate with it. Let's say it's Fruit that's uh, detached from the ground, karka. Again, she should buy karka. perot. And of course, the kerim is uh, there. The remains until uh, the principal stays far. Perot karka, but let's say it's perot that's attached to the ground. Well, so how do you look at perot that are attached to the ground? So. These did not grow in the husband's reshut. She she got them already attached to the ground. So it's a question: Do you consider those perot that belong to the husband? They didn't grow in the husband's the husband's domain. She got them like that. So the Gemara says, "What do you do?" Shamin ota kamei yafa beperot vekamei yafa belo perot umotar ilakar beim karka vochel perot. You make an evaluation. How much the field is worth with the perot? How much is worth without the perot? Just so you can get an evaluation of how much the perot. Are. And then you, that money, 
you go by karka, um, uh, which the husband will give money to the wife to go buy karka from that amount. And he'll get the perot from that. He's a kafem karka v'chet perot. V'chemim omri, v'chemim say, ha'mechubarim lekarka shelo. Wow. So he gets even the mechubarim lekarka. It's like perot. Why? Because bottom line is that she has a field. So if as long as she has a field, so therefore you can you can eat the perot even though they're already. But telushim and a karka shelo. But telushim no. Telushim belongs to her. Okay, Tilushim, there's nothing there. So if there's nothing there, so you got to sell it and turn it into a uh, asset. But if it's an, there's an asset over there already, so the Perot that are on the field already, boom, they consider Perot. Each right away, and the, 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 the field will continue to produce more Perot, and, uh, and that's it. What else do you want to buy? You have to put something that has, that has a cannon and a petty. The perot only is. But it's, once the perot is going to be eaten, gone. You're going to ruin her kerin. There's a perot tilushin, he eats the perot as it's gone. Ruin the kerin. So turn it into something that has a kerin and a perot. The best item is karka. But I will say, maybe you can turn it into real estate where there's a rent. He has to, yeah, he, she, she or he, they must turn it into a. It's his, he has a right. He has a right to perot. So the husband can say, yeah, sell it. Let's go. He cannot eat the perot because if he eats the perot, he's going to ruin the carrot. He doesn't have a right to the carrot. He only has a right to perot. So therefore, by the karka, the karka kayam and the perot. Rabbi Shimon Omer. Rabbi Shimon said, Makom sheyafe koho bechmisata. Hora koho bichiata. Where his strength is, uh, when the husband has a strength, or has rights, uh, at the time of the su'in, he has uh, no strength, no rights at the time of girushin. What does that mean? Where he doesn't have rights, but Rishat Kirisata, Yafekoha So it always works the opposite. Ketsan. Perot amechubarim lakarka. Perot that are attached to the ground. So the perot that are attached to the ground belong to the husband. They consider perot. But at the time of the divorce, she gets the karka with the perot. Now see, so he, although he has an advantage going in, but he loses that advantage on the way out. What's the reason for that over there? We'll have to see. And the opposite. Perot ve'atilushim in a karka b'chnisat hashela. Obviously, tilushim belong to her, and therefore she sells she sells it to buy karka. U'b'isiat hashelo. But all the perot uh, that the husband plucked from the field belong to him, even after the even after the divorce, because of the chesamim law. No. Basically, the B Shimon says, whatever he had coming in, he loses going out. Whatever he didn't have going in, he gets going. Okay, comes Gemara. Peshita. Okay. Now this is for Marcelo's question. What, what, what can she buy with it? So Gemara is going to give different options. Peshita. 
the choice between uh, uh, real estate, karka, or a house. I guess the house will get uh, rent and things like that. So the Gemara says, Ar'ah, but Ar'ah. I guess because it's a bigger profit on Ar'ah. Uh, again, one of them wants to buy real estate, one of them wants to buy a house, like a field, so buy the field. Bate and Bate. It's a house, and one wants to buy uh, trees. I guess what? Day trees. So the house is more profitable. Bate. Declare and Ilane, date trees and another type of tree, declare. Ilane and Gufne, there's trees and uh, vines, Ilane. Okay, so now the Gemara is going to discuss uh, any time that the, 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 the item will be uh, ruined. Like perot tedushin, so you have to put it in the karka because if he's going to if he's going to eat the perot, there's not going to be anything left. So the Gemara says, what about abba zardeta? What's it abba or iba? That's a a forest that has what trees? What type of trees? Sorb. Sorb. Yeah, or zardeta, or zardeta sorb trees. apple. Or you have a, a pond, a pond with fish. Amrila pira. Well, so some are going to say that the trees and the fish are considered the perot, and therefore it goes to the baal. Even though once he uses all the fish, there's no more fish. So once he uses all the oh, the amrila karna, and some say no. Some say that the fish in the wood is considered kidding because eventually he's going to use them all. You have to sell it, and you have to sell the uh, the pond, and you buy karka. If it reproduces, it's mahlif. But if it doesn't reproduce, it's kidding. Okay, so that's the basic principle. Continue. Amar bizan amar boshay amar bianai. Amri lamar bia bamar boshay amar bianai. Agonev. What's the guy doing? The lad behemat milog. Shalem tashlume kefel aisha. Okay, there's a behema. The behema is the ladies, but the vlad of the behema is peri, so that belongs to the husband. So somebody steals the vlad, has to pay kefel. Who gets the kefir? The lady. Why should the lady get the kefir? You stole it from the husband. The husband should get the kefir. That's a very good question. Yamara says, Keman, who's this going like? Lo kerabanan, ve lo kahananya. Netanya, vlad behemat belog, labal. Clearly, vlad behemat belog, the vlad belongs to the, the husband. Vlad shifhat belog, but it's the vlad of a shifhat. That still belongs to the lady. We have to see why. And if both the behema and both the shifcha belong to the husband, so everything belongs to the husband. He should get the kefir. Makes sense. What that he doesn't get the kefir? And then we should get the kefir. Yeah, yeah. Question. So Yamara says, "Afilu tema." 
Tevreakol Pera tekinu lerabanan Pera de pera lo tekinu lerabanan Rabbi to metaken to the husband to eat perot But the kefir is already perot de perot That's already a A peri of a peri He's not getting the actual blood He's getting something that came out of the blood a prophet that came out of the Vlad is called Peter de Pira. Peter de Pira, they weren't with the kid. They're only with the kid, original Perot. So therefore, the kid for this Peter de Pira. He would get the He would get the regular, yeah. He would get the value. Right. 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 And she would get the penalty. Because that's already the extra profit that's coming from That's called Peter de Pira. Very good. Okay, now what's the logic? We have to listen to the logic of these rabbis. That we said, uh, according to Hananiah, both Vlad Behema and both Vlad Shifcha belong to the husband. I know the reason why. We're not Hoshesh that what? That maybe the uh, animal's going to die, the mother of the animal, and therefore the kitten is going to be lost. So if you're not Hoshesh Lemita, so the Keren I say will remain, and this is considered a Vlad, and uh, no problem. However, if you worry that the mother's going to die, so banned by the animal and banned by the Shifcha, so therefore don't, don't give the, even the animal to the husband, because maybe the Hoshesh Lemita. And if you're not, the Lemita, so then, should be considered to the So therefore, we're worried if you're going uh, to give it to the husband and the, and the mother dies, so therefore you're going to lose the kitten. So then, what's the, what's the logic? Even if the animal dies, there's something for the, for the lady. What's a dead animal has a value still? What? It's skins. Mashiach and a dead shifcha doesn't have anything. Amar Avunaber Chayamar Shuhelacha Kachananya. That what? The husband gets the blood shifcha. Amar Ba Amar Avunaber Chayamar Shuhelacha Kachananya. Modei Kachananya Sheim Nidgarsha. Once there's a divorce, no tenid damim be no taltan befne shevach bet abiha. Aha. Which means she gets back the Vladot of the Shifcha. She pays money and she gets it back. She, she has a right to take back the Vladot of the Shifcha. She pay for it. It really belongs to the husband, but she has a right to take it back. Why? Because that's called Sheva Bet Abiha. There's certain assets that uh, bring her Kavod to her father's uh, you know, house. I guess a shifcha, the Vlad shifcha is considered shivach betavir, skavota, our father's house, and therefore she has a right to, to take it, take it back. It's a sentimental, prestigious uh, asset. That therefore she has a right to, the husband can't say it's mine. Well, she has a right to, I'll give you the money for it, I'm taking the, uh, the shifcha back, or the Vlad shifcha back. Amar Abba, Amar Abnachman, Yechnisa lo ez lechalba. She brought into the marriage, what a good. For milking, the Rachel, the Gizata, or sheep for shearing, the Tanegolet, the Betzata, hen, what for eggs, the Deke, the Perotav, or a tree for the Perot, Wachet, the Olech, Achitachlaker, and he eats it until the item dies, until the tree dries up. Which means, 
all these items over here, even if they get ruined, there's always something left. The tree has, uh, I guess, uh, bark, and the tanegol has uh, its feathers, and uh, the uh, animal has its hide. So all these items over here, even if you, if he benefits to the end, there'll always be something remaining from the kitten to the wife. And therefore, since it's remaining for the wife, it's okay for him to benefit up until the point of, uh, you know, death or you know whatever. Yeah. Okay. Amar of Nachman, Aila neglima. Oh, what's a glima? Jibbe. A robe. Nah, how are you going to use the robe? Pira habe. So let him wear it. Wearing it is considered perot. Until it gets ruined. You can't wear it anymore, but there's still something left. So the kid always remains. So the usage of it is considered the pity. The usage of the gilima. Come on, who's this like? That as long as there's a little kid in left, he can use the perot until it's finished. What's that? Salt ponds. I guess you have. Uh, Sand. What a sand box. Sand pit, fine. I didn't say pelot. I guess because nothing happens to them. They're indestructible. The salt always is there, and uh, these things always stay over there. However, peed shall go frit. Because you have a hole filled with uh, sulfur, and mahporet shall tsarif. Alum. Alum, 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 so therefore the same thing by the gilima, like the so therefore there's something left. The threads are left, uh, the garment is left. How they classify the things if it's, if it's a perishable item, it's not considered a petty. It's non perishable item, so you can use it as a petty. You can't take away the cannon. If it's non perishable, then you can use the pedot. But if you're gonna perish it by using it, so therefore that's not considered pedot, that's considered cannon. Canon belongs to the wife. So therefore, by using the canon, if it's going to get destroyed, so she has nothing left. So they're saying that these items over here, there'll be, there'll be something left. It's not like it was originally, but there's something left. The Bishamon, Makom Shiafekohon. The Bishamon, Hanutanakama. What did the Bishamon say? That whatever the husband brings in, which is whatever is considered the husband's. Like perot uh, tedushin, coming into the marriage, perot tedushin belong to the husband, and therefore the lady sells perot tedushin and buys karka. So what? Uh, whatever belongs to him on the way in, but on the way out, horakoho, otpam, makom shiyafekoho shelba al bechnisata. If it's yafekoho bechnisata. What's what's yafekoho? When everything detached, he gets. What does he mean? He gets. She has to sell it and buy karka with it in order that he could benefit from it. So horakoho biyitziata. 
Therefore, while on the way out, Perot Terushin, don't stop. Why? Because he doesn't get Perot anymore. However, Makom Shurakoho Bechnisata, what Horakoho Bechnisata, Perot that are attached, we say belong to her, so Yafekoho Bechnisata. That what? On the way out, he gets them. Okay, we have a logic for that? Before we get to the logic of that, the Bishamon Hanu Tanakama. Oh, he's saying it's redundant. The Bishamon says the Perot that were Mechobar. So it's not, it's, it's not, it's the opposite that I told you. And, and, and that's why now I understand the logic. If you say like Tanakama, the Perot of Mechobarim, Perot that are attached are considered Perot. So I understand going into the marriage, we consider them as Perot. When the marriage is dissolved, I consider them karka. And therefore, when he gets going in, she gets going out. Oh, so that's exactly the opinion of Hakamim. Again, perot, remember we had a machloket on perot that are attached with a machloket. Hakamim said perot that are attached are considered perot. And therefore, the husband gets them. But on the way out, Hakamim said what? Hakamim didn't say anything. So the Hadus of Rabbi Shimon, that's Rabbi Shimon, and it's Alek Hamas. They're not attached because they're the husbands. So the Gemara says, Amarava mechubarim chakitzi'ah ika benayu. Alek Hamas never discussed who does it belong to on the way out. It could be Alek Hamas will say, on the way out it also belongs to the husbands, because it's been on. And Rabbi Shimon says, no, on the way out, it's considered karka that belongs to the, to the lady. So enough coming up, you tell Alek Hamas, Rabbi Shimon is on the way out. Is this considered... The Bishop will say that uh, it goes back to the lady because it's karka with the perot. Okay, so that's not coming up. Basically. Who gets it on the way out? Okay, Mishnah. Naftula abadim ushfaot zekenim. Rashi Yerushavat. Old abadim ushfaot. Yimakru. Seldom. They don't have any children. They don't have anything. She doesn't have to sell the Avadim Shepahot. Ela, she can hold it. She doesn't want to sell these. These are, these are, these are, these are, these are precious, uh, yeah, precious assets from her father. VIP assets like that, she doesn't have to sell. That's Kavod of the Bet Abiyah. Shepahot Avadim. Naftula zetim ugefanim zekinim. Old trees, old wines. Yimakrubi krachem karka. Ruachel perot. Biuda amelotem kol. Shnei datu seldom. Shepteshem shemach betabia. Wow. Also, these items are considered shemach betabia. They produce old. They're not so good. So he could say, according to Tanakam, I want karka. It's better. She could say no. This is what it is. Shemach betabia. Amarav kana amarav Amarav machloket Who is love machloket? Amarav Amarav kana amarav He says machloket Chenaflu besade shela Which means what? That she inherited this field Of the, of the, of the trees over here Of the gifanin where she got the field also. So therefore, that's why Tanakama says uh, he could benefit 
I guess why? Look at that tree. Oh, I guess the field is us. So the field will always be us. So the trees will produce. So he can benefit from the trees. And she'll always have the uh, the land. But she says, Machloket zetim v'gepanim b'sadeh shela shenafar la'karka imaylanot. Dechiyav shezetim havi le'karka keren. Aha. She got these trees in somebody else's field. Also, the Vreakol, Timkor. Because if he's going to use the Perot, there's no more Keren left. She doesn't have, she doesn't have land. It's on somebody else's land. Timkor, Karna. Okay, I understand that. Because once they dry up these uh, trees, that's it, nothing left for her. And therefore. Which means, which means when, when she comes along and says Shemach Bet Then we say she has a Ta'ana When it comes to these things She can say Shemach Bet When it comes to these Zetim and Gifanim uh, And therefore you could, she doesn't have to sell them That's Tafka When she has a Karka When she has Karka So she's the owner of the Karka So then uh, Kabod Mishpacha That's Kabod Mishpacha But she has a field With a these these hashuv trees on it, then she can claim shemach bet abia because she's going to always end up with the with the land. So shemach bet abia to have this land with these trees on it because the land is considered keren. However, when she only has the trees, and uh, since uh, this these trees are eventually going to die, and she doesn't have anything anyway after that, so therefore there's no shemach bet abia. No, I guess these are hashuv trees. The team in Gifarim, hashuv shemah v'aldaviyah. Okay, maybe what did? So again, shemah betabiyah is old. She can only have that claim of shemah betabiyah when she has the field. That's already hashuv. But without the field, she goes, oh, this is a VIP asset. What VIP asset? What, 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 the tree. Once the tree dies, you lay it up for nothing anyway. But shehenkin, when the trees are on the karka, that's already hashuv. Right. So if there's no shiva beta bia, right, that's a sell. Right. Right. So she can't stop him from selling it. But kifla of Yosef, Mamola in the Botai. But kifla of Yosef, Are Abadim Ushrahot. That's in his old servants, right? The he said, Sheena Shelada me. That's like the Sadeh that doesn't belong to her. Because I guess there's nothing left. If the Ebed dies, the Shivha dies. And still she can say what? One rabbi says she can say Shivha Betabiyah. I give Shiva There's no Kerim left. So say it like this. What do you can say Shiva Betabiyah or not? The Sadeh She'ena Shela. Oh. Because since the cannon is going to get lost totally, so therefore what? Tarakam says you can't say shivah betabiyah. However, about the sadeh shela, but when the sadeh belongs to her, the vreya kol lotum kol mepter shivah betabiyah. Also, in the it comes there's a machloket the sadeh sheena shela. Okay, so just like there's a machloket the sadeh sheena shela, it's machloket by 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 avadi mishvachot. Mashiach when the sadeh is ours. Then everybody agrees 
it's a shemach betabiyah. So in the case, so just like this ma'alogah by a, a field that's not hers, this ma'alogah by avadim and shepachot as well. So we change the uh, ma'alogah around. I guess one rabbi says even on a field that's not hers, the trees are shemach betabiyah. So the bottom line, that's all she's going to have left. So then she can claim she doesn't want to sell the trees. Similarly, she could say by the avadim and shepachot. She doesn't want to sell the uh, But if the trees are part of the field, oh, then the not everybody says she, So then, for one rabbi says you can always claim Shiva Betabiya. Then, if it's attached to a that belongs to a Ben Nat, and uh, one rabbi says no, only when it's uh, uh, detached. Uh, only when it's attached can say Shema Betabiya, but it's not attached anyway. She's uh, nothing hashum about it. And if it was similarly, you'll have the same outlook about Amadim and Shfarot that are considered like not attached to a ground. Uh, our ground is just uh, a penny. And once they die, they die. So we'll have the similar Makhlukit. Okay.